0: The Spanish Announce Table.
1: Holy hell, it is episode 368 of the Spanish Announce Table. I think we broke Twitter. Um, (laughs) We were attempting for the first time ever. We've been doing these live on YouTube and we have mastered it. Yeah. to, To the point that we said we should try to do a simulcast. Spanish Announce Table double live stream tim and tom two ways to watch us and so all right i I did all this studying to figure out how to 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 do it on twitter and right as we're i'm not 7 30 hits and we're like let's go live and then twitter down nothing Mm -hmm. nobody's got twitter uh anybody that we know apparently yet so interesting i think we broke twitter kim kardashian broke the internet we just broke twitter i think that's good enough for our scale right
2: yeah i agree although tim uh as we say you've mastered uh youtube this could be user error here but i don't mm-hmm. see that we're on uh the youtube right now are we on the youtube mm. Mm. hey but we're still recording so let's keep going for here we are How the podcasting that? uh community here there it is yeah there it is there now we are. We're live. We-
1: see now we're live see maybe
2: we broke youtube and twitter Maybe we we break YouTube everything. The right here, you know what I mean. We break you through the Spanish announce table. That's mm-hmm. what you can expect on this yep. podcast after eight long years of talking about grown men and women um, in their underwear play fighting. That's what you get. And Tim, I tell you what, it was a great week of pro wrestling. Everybody, uh, right here, jam you know I mean? episode. We break you AW through Dime the Light. Spanish announce you also table. Have, That's um, what you can expect. Uh, very exciting and interesting pay-per-view from GCW, the world of GCW. And I tell you what, it should be very, very interesting. What do you think?
1: Uh, I'm very excited about uh, the GCW pay-per-view coming up. Those are always a treat right I, there's no other way i can describe it right a, mm-hmm. a treat uh, only a seasoned pro wrestling fan can enjoy um i'm excited about all the pro wrestling that happened this week though and that we get to talk about it and i think we're actually back up on twitter now too tom hey uh, there it, it is looks like we're going and so that's headed so forgive me stumbling a little bit as we're trying to figure out i don't know you know in this day and age it it's not going to shock me if somebody's like okay the world's ending now like now it's happening. So when things like Twitter goes down, you're kind of like, uh-oh, right? <laughs> Are we going to be mm-hmm. hearing sirens soon? So you got to be a little alert these days. You know what I mean? It's 2022. Keep your head on a swivel. Um, and anyway, let's just get into it, Tom. You ready for this, man? This this wonderful world of pro wrestling, everything that it had to bring us, uh, we're going to dive into it. Uh, we encourage everybody to use hashtag TweetTheTable. Right table. Right get on there. there. Tell us mm-hmm. what you want to talk about. And we're going to get to those. We're going to read those tweets later in this show but first tom we got to keep people up to speed gotta get them what's going on in the world the news of pro wrestling you gotta give the people what they need you gotta give the people what they need and what they need is the mother-loving news tom are you ready i am xavier woods announced he will miss four to six weeks of in-ring action after tearing a calf muscle during a recent smackdown match with the usos this timeline would mean Woods or Woods, excuse me, would not appear at WWE's Royal Rumble.
2: Yikes, he tore a calf muscle? Mm-hmm. Wow. He tore something in the calf. Still, the, the, the I pair, mean
1: past I forget what I didn't write that part down.
2: But still, I mean, you know how much you use your calf in walking yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's going to affect your ankle, your knee, your foot, probably up into your hip because you're going to have to overcompensate once I'm saying once you recover from the injury and then didn't he already have an ACL tear or something like that? I thought he had another lower leg injury before. So, gee, many freaking Christmas. That stinks for him. Um uh, We'll see what happens when he comes back, but at least now we know that we won't be getting the Usos versus uh the the New Day.
1: Yeah. I just I, this all the way what I take from it is just how depressed I am with WWE's content. Like, I'm not gonna miss Xavier Woods in this. There's no story that's now cut short oh, mm-hmm. that matters. Yeah, right. There's nothing I was looking forward
2: to him to do. Mm-hmm. I understand what you mean. There like, you know, this was right. Like, it's like, just, yeah, you're, you're saying essentially like if this was CM punk getting injured right now, you would be upset because we're not going to get the payoff of MJF versus CM punk, regardless no if you like, here. right. Like regardless if you love that story or not, it's a story that needs a conclusion. You would be upset that you would get, you wouldn't get that conclusion with Xavier woods. Yeah. He's just kind of hanging out and that's an indictment on the, promotion not the talent because he is good enough to do things he's done things in the past he's obviously captivating enough to be on uh the the video game channel that the g4 i think it's called so like right other people love him so what are we doing with just having him being a a a warm body on wwe programming it stinks
1: It, it really is i mean and there's just this is a theme we've said before, but we'll say it again, too. Like, they just they don't have any in-depth stories. You know, I the Roman Paul Heyman story is the only one you can kind of argue that has this level of depth to it. But this Xavier Woods thing, like, any match that I can recall that Xavier Woods has been in for the last things outside of the King of the Ring was about, mm-hmm. like, I can win. Mm-hmm. I can beat you up. And right. that's it.
2: And then that's the other thing that's maybe a, a, a little bit of a uh, – bad sign for the wwe is you know i imagine as business gets better for AEW, they're going to start to do more house shows right but they've only done one in the company's history and with wwe they're doing house shows as much as they can obviously with pandemic being considered but before that it was you know house shows tuesday wednesday whatever night they could get and mm-hmm. that's when you know, an injury happens and you, you may not have a story to finish because the person got injured in green Bay. Right. And fucking green Bay,
1: fucking green Bay. But I just think they're going to be winning the super bowl. I'll tell you that much.
2: I sure might. hope not. They might, they might, but fuck. Um, <laughs> I just think this is the part where WWE's is like, well, good. This is why we don't invest in all these characters because if they get hurt, then just Rotate another person up. And so it's like, I understand their thinking, but also stop it. You're being too greedy. Like if you lower the dates for them, they have less chance of getting hurt. You put those dates only on television. You at least get something out of it. You know, heaven forbid anyone gets hurt, but you get what I'm saying. But now it's just, we're gone. Xavier Woods, bye-bye. See ya whenever that hopefully heals.
1: Later. Mm Mm-hmm. some of the existing ring of honor championships are going to continue to be defended even though the company has gone on self-imposed hiatus the wrestling observer reports that the roh world women's and tag team championships will be defended in various promotions with the blessing of sinclair broadcasting in a deal that is also giving sinclair blog excuse me sinclair broadcasting rights to air that footage the television pure and trios championships, however, will be retired.
2: And you know what? Good, because I think one of the worst things you can have in a promotion is just, Hey, another feud over a title. Like, why would you want the pure championship over the world heavyweight championship? Right? Like what's the, and again, you can tell me ROH diehards of what differences and all that stuff, but like to an outsider, that makes no sense. So and you know what, you focus Good, in because on, you know, I, the peanut butter and jelly of your promotion here, and that's men, women tag team. And that's all you need to start. And so I like that. And again, as we get a more robust uh, schedule and talent roster, maybe then those titles come back. But for right now, yeah, right there. And you were speaking about how they're going to be defended in other promotions. And we're talking about GCW. We'll talk about it here in a little bit. But on GCW's Hammerstein Ballroom pay-per-view this Sunday night. It's going to be ROH champion Jonathan Grisham taking on Blake Christensen. So there you go. Got even a little bit more spice to the GCW with so, ROH continuing their stuff. So good so for them. That one,
1: Yeah, you know, and I think it's ROH. We still don't know what's, what's gonna in the happen? future, if there is right. a future. Um, however, you know, it, it, these titles, I think, can mean something. If there is going to be an ROH continuing, if it's in another form. But if it's in another form, yeah, the odds are it probably doesn't need six titles. So, yeah.
2: What do you think with this idea that it's going to be defended on other promotions, pay-per-views, or just, you know, uh, television well, properties? there's nowhere else. <laughs> you know? But what do you think about... ROH going the NWA route and remember NWA did their heavyweight championship on the all in pay-per-view and Cody won the title. And then Cody dropped it back to Nick Aldis, you know, a month later or whatever it was. You think we see a Jonathan Grisham versus Brian Danielson, Brian Danielson becomes your ROH champion. Then he goes on ROH programming and drops it to, you know, whoever it is. Right. You think that may
1: happen? Possibly. I mean, who knows? I, Everything's up for grabs with these ROH titles. I, you know, I don't know. We shall see. Somebody might dump it in a trash can. Nah, nobody would ever do
2: that. No. That would be a weird idea. Who would do that? Let's do that. Roman
1: Reigns set a new WWE record this week when his WWE Universal Championship reign hit 504 days and counting. The previous record holder at 503 days was? CM Punk. Brock Lesnar. Universal.
2: Championship. Oh, yeah. Universal. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got you. Um, yeah, well, that made sense. I'm sorry. I thought we were just talking like WWE championships. But I think that um, reigns even longer than the CM Punk one was. Wasn't that like 400 some
1: days? That's something. It, yeah. I think. yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, that's interesting. And that <laughs> is, is. Well, here's the thing. It's cool to then later look back. And say, like, look at that dominant reign, and then that established superstar, right? Like, that was the era of Roman Reigns, right? When we get into 2025, the world's still around then, and we look back at 2020 to 2022, we're going to be like, that was Roman Reigns' era, right? So, yes, in the future, that's going to be cool, but right now, I don't know. I'm kind of tired of it. Like, I I need a second chapter. I need... But right, we did the fun stuff with the family. Now we're kind of doing the stuff with Paul Heyman, but I need spice it up a little bit, man. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's let's move on.
1: Mustafa Ali publicly requested to be released from WWE on Twitter this week. Fightful reports that WWE have since spoken with Ali and informed him that his request will not be granted. No official statements have been given at this time.
2: How? (laughs) What are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? Mm -mm. I do not understand. We publicly have someone stating, I would rather not be here. And of all the people, the Iconics, Bray Wyatt, Samoa Joe, uh, William Regal, um, Braun Strowman, that most likely would have stayed, right? They were like, "Well, I like being here. Let's keep this going," right? Braun they get rolling, let go. Yeah. He gets, yeah. The, yeah, right. They get let go, but your guy who hasn't been on television since I think before Thanksgiving, I can't even think of it even before then. You got to keep him. We got to keep that guy.
1: Yeah, got to keep Mustafa Ali. But, but
2: Bron, I who's think our- it's,
1: I you know, there's rumors abound that there was a. Uh, discrepancy over character direction which of course um if you desire to have any direction over your character in wwe you're going to have a discrepancy with them Mm -hmm. over character direction um Mm -hmm. and so who knows if that's true but it sounds highly likely right and um you know he probably got chippy and then was like well publicly requested my release like so now they're kind of like well publicly we're in charge and we need to make sure publicly people understand we're in fucking charge. And that's how they do it. It's a boomer. It's just, mentality, you know I mean? it's, just the,
2: it's just so stupid. I'm just so over this company and their stupid business practices where things are budget cuts, but we got to keep you, but we can't let you go. But you three who love this place got to get the fuck out of here. It's just stupid. It is nonsense. Stupid. It's very stupid. Now, Mustafa Ali, I think would have
1: been a lot better had he been able to do some of the characters and storylines he wanted to do with the gusto maybe he wanted to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But th- that is not the place where that fucking happens. That's right. just not the place where it fucking happens. So, again, we're begging for a number three so the number one can die. So... Look, everybody, I mean, fuck it. At this point, just let's all go to Impact. I know we we say, like, fucking you, right? <laughs> like, but fuck it. Right. Like, some.
2: Uh, no, you know one. where I think. MLG? I think Ali, you know. I think I thought this was with Buddy Murphy, too. I think Mustafa Ali would be the best suited for New Japan. That just. Yeah, except I don't know that they do storylines all that much. Like, until oh, you're the like Bullet an established
1: big time star, right?
2: Like. Well, but he would come in that way, right? Like him you... and. I think so, especially with all the stuff in WWE, right? Like, cause what's his name? Uh, oh, he was a former U S champion. He made an appearance on AEW. his name is blanking. Uh, he was in NXT. I can't think of his name. Anyhow, he came and he was a big star. Uh, he does the GTS. Who Who am I talking about? You're talking about Rocky you know, Romero? No, no, no. no. Um, oh, Kenta kenta yes yeah i couldn't think of his name but like kenta when he came back he was right back into the main event so i think ali would also be in that same state because it's not like a they don't need big eyes right like they don't need these giant men to be their uh main eventers so yeah i think mustafa ali could have his outlet with doing all the fun stuff he wants to do and then the matches would be incredible with the whole roster over there yeah we'll see
1: All right. Well, shit just ain't working. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Eddie Kingston will miss no. an estimated three to four weeks of in ring action with a fractured orbital bone, according to AW president Tony Khan this week during <sighs> AW Dark tapings in Orlando. That sucks. That sucks
2: because he was going to be on GCW this weekend against AJ Gray. Mm-hmm. Man.
1: Yeah, that was going to be good
2: and on a show that had John Moxley and homicide in the main event. I mean, I don't know how much God bless America. What a kick in the dick that was. And that's for me as a fan, like obviously get well soon Eddie Kingston that sucks for him the most. But for me as a fan, I was most intrigued by that aspect of this pay-per-view on Sunday night. And now we got to wait, possibly if we were going to do anything at all. Um, But yeah, just, yeah, and that yeah. means less Eddie Kingston on Dynamite, too, so that sucks. Yeah,
1: the whole, like, Moxley and Homicide in the same ring fighting each other with Eddie Kingston there. Just it's kind of the same around. thing Eddie Kingston's doing with Chris Jericho and the LAX guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a, a similar, little bit, yeah.
2: Similar Yeah, Well, with with, with, with with Eddie Kingston being the role of the LAX guy. Right, so yeah, the, yeah, like yeah, he's yeah, in a different you. role, but similar Right. With,
1: like, kind of triangles-like storyline.
2: Yeah, which, by the way... uh gfy that jericho's getting He's trying to dope. get over yeah. look he got demo god over so i get how he thinks like i can get these initials over too but nah that ain't rolling off the tongue homie and especially when uh john moxley's just gonna say it go fuck yourself to start off yeah. the episode when you uh, say
1: the initials it doesn't look that great it doesn't look that good i don't know if you're gonna get that over like your wife got over the barricades at the Capitol. anyway hey hey, hey. allegedly allegedly <laughs> I don't even know if that's allegedly. (laughs) (laughs) WWE made an official comment to the Toronto Star this week that has created controversy online. Responding to a question about differences between WWE and AEW, WWE made a comment about AEW's recent street fight match featuring Anna Jay, Taikanti, Penelope Ford, and The Bunny. WWE said, quote, if you look at the gory self mutilation that bloodied several women in the December thirty first event on TNT, it quickly becomes clear that these are very different businesses. in quote. And boy, I couldn't
2: agree more. Yeah, I like what I saw from AEW. Uh, two things about that: one, that match was better than anything that WWE's put on since that match, and two. Credit to Max Caster for working in mm-hmm. that line in his rap in the main Which event. It's not easy of to WWE. work into a rap. No, you know what I mean? that's what I'm saying. Credit to I him. I mean, ICP is...
1: probably does it quite a bit, but you know what I
2: mean. You know, yeah, but Max <laughs> Caster probably has a different uh, wavelength as far as his, mm-hmm. his rhyming ability goes. Mm-hmm. Um, So credit to him for working that in. Uh, but yeah, I mean, WWE, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let, let's quickly talk about it real quick. So you're trying to tell me that the fucking company who came up with hell in the cell is trying to now say, Hey, everyone, calm down the violence. That's, that's what we're saying. The hell yeah, in the that's cell what guy. We're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the same guy who then has Johnny Knoxville representing jackass forever on his program is saying, Hey, calm down the, the gratuitous that's what violence. Yes fucking cool way to go guys what a great company to like who mm-hmm. the, the likes guy this? who
1: created the buried alive mm-hmm. matches
2: yeah or the inferno match where someone would be burned mm-hmm. yeah that guy is telling you hey women shouldn't mm-hmm. bleed they can right. get in their bra and panties but they right. shouldn't
1: bleed right the guy who engineered a the katie vick storyline
2: mm-hmm who whose daughter said he wanted to do an incest storyline is saying, hey, calm it down.
1: That's right. Where she had to be like, I don't want to do this.
2: Right. He was signing off on it. Right. Mm-hmm. That guy.
1: He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Real good guy. All right. Let's move
2: on. <laughs> One one more thing. I, okay, I got one yeah. more All thing right. because All we're right. bringing up stuff from Attitude Era, right? And they even mentioned, like, whoa, that was the Attitude Era and now it's 2022. You had Alexa Bliss dousing herself in gasoline not six months ago telling Randy Orton to set her on fire. Yeah, then you had The Fiend in this, like... Yeah, getting burned
1: alive. You, you had Randy Orton for one week look like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> yeah,
2: but but hey, the this the street fight is too much. Because again, the the initially the things that we were bringing up, yeah, right. They could easily say like that was the '90s. Times have changed. Okay, cool. I get it. We've all changed. But but you're doing this six months ago, seven months ago, whatever it was. Like, out of here. You're bullshit. All
1: right, now move on. Both WWE Raw and NXT 2.0 will be moved to the Sci Fi network for two weeks in early February, as the USA network will instead be airing coverage of the Winter Olympics. And I bring this up, Tom, Mm -hmm. uh, to make sure uh, I have have the, the stage to say here that, like, I care about raw about as much as i care about the fucking olympics because neither of these organizations do a good job of telling me any fucking stories about these quote-unquote competitions
2: yeah reason for me to give a shit right i totally agree yeah especially with winter and you know summer you had the michael phelps thing like they could tell some decent storylines going into those sure hussein bolt right yeah uh but this one Mm, this is just white people trying to find different ways to fall down a hill with snow on it. And so... You know, look, man, I I, I know the Winter
1: Olympics is the world's... Yeah, or the Olympics is the world's greatest athletes, right? No. But, like, we're talking about skiing and then stopping real quick to shoot something. Like, man, I know people probably had to do that back in the 1600s, 1400s, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, it's not... I don't care nobody well, at this cares. point this is the thing so, but this is what pisses me off with the olympics right so we're gonna have that right like that's an actual event right it's what what is that the mm-hmm. fucking biathlon or whatever like they yeah, ski and then they sure. fucking shoot mm-hmm. all right nobody who's gonna watch the winter olympics gives a fuck about that sport until the fucking winter olympics rolls around and then they oh, pretend yeah. to fucking mm-hmm. care Oh yeah. Well, so that's the people involved
2: in it. Right. Obviously do. But like just, yeah, th- I know what you're saying, but that's, that's just our society. Right. <laughs> we're we're the ones look. who will say like, oh man, the, the triple Lutz, he, he jumped too early. That's why he didn't land it with both feet. And like, we don't never fucking put on skates before. That's just how we are. I just think like the Olympics are fine, but i'm excited to see what the numbers are for raw when they're not on the flagship hey we can always count on you having muscle memory to go to usa network Ooh, then yeah. what happens right because yeah. it's uh hey my family turns on usa network we turned it on all of a sudden let's just say it's it's speed skating that can be yeah. exil- exciting right and then we go speed skating oh, the olympics are on that's oh. new Raw's we'll been just kind keep of boring lately. Yeah, we'll yeah. just keep it here. And then let's see where your ratings are where we are so much better than AEW and all these different demographics. Okay. Let's get yeah. rid of the muscle memory and then let's see so, what happens.
1: And just to tie it back to Raw there, it's just like I I think people people have said it to us. They're like, well, I just really only watch it for the big events now. And I'm like, why do you do that? Why would you why are you gonna watch the payoff of a story that you didn't give a shit to watch? Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. <laughs> make sense to me same thing uh, with I these don't. olympics like i don't care who's the best in the world at fucking skeet shooting because i don't care about skeet shooting
2: right you know what i mean yeah <laughs> like, i mean I there's fun things though right the long the, like one where they go down the hill and jump as far as they can the speed skating there are thing. feats of like strength
1: and, and, well, and athletic fun, prowess man. that i can't do i guess which is maybe some of the extent that people we've right. talked about that's why people like the flips and shit <laughs> they're like, look oh, you yeah. can do a flip and i'm like he can do a flip and it's impressive because like you and i can't do a flip but like 30 percent of the population can so like why do we give a shit i wonder what the actual
2: they can do a flip can Can you do a
1: flip nope
2: neither can i
1: i don't know that i ever could if i could i didn't i never tried i never tried
2: yeah i'm injury prone yeah
1: Yeah. keep my feet on the ground
2: Mm -hmm. where they should be
1: WWE filed and then abandoned an official trademark filing for the performance name of Gunther Stark that would be given to NXT superstar Walter. A Twitter post soon surfaced where someone revealed they did a quick Google search of the name Gunther Stark and found that it matched that of a World War II naval officer for the Nazis. WWE abandoned a trademark and have seemingly dwindled down Walter's renaming to simply Gunther. Or Gunther. I, I don't know how they're fucking pronouncing it. But first, so many things. One, he didn't need a fucking rename. Is probably, let's start there, the stupidest thing, right? Mm-hmm. You would have avoided all of this. Mm-hmm. You're trying too fucking hard to fuck with things and tinker with things. You're micromanaging bullshit. That doesn't need to be micromanaged. Walter could have been named whatever the fuck he wanted to when he walked in the door. It's his persona and his character that built him to what we know as Walter. You're erasing all of it. I know, and you may be right, that a lot of people watch SmackDown and watch Raw don't watch NXT. So they may not like know, but they've
2: heard, I'm sure, to some extent,
1: some of them, the name Walter. Like he's, not...
2: he's been on SmackDown. Remember with the, uh, canceled flight, whatever, Saudi yeah. Arabia show. Mm-hmm. And then he wrestled on SmackDown yeah. as part of like a, Hey, we got to fill some time here. And so we've seen him. He wrestled Seth Rollins once. So, but And the thing that bothers
1: me is like, okay, so if people don't, right. If you're like, well, people watch Ron SmackDown. They don't watch next team you go. So now they're Gunther and people are like, I like that Gunther guy. And be like, man, that was another one of them NXT guys. I'm going to have to go back and watch some NXT. And then they see Walter. like. So if, if you're playing to people who you think aren't with it and smart and kind of half think this is real or aren't really paying attention, and, you know what I mean, verbalizing to themselves that it's not, you're going to confuse them. You're just pissing off the people who are on The Understanding, right? Like, this just doesn't make any sense. They want to be Marvel. Marvel wouldn't do this, right? Marvel wouldn't have a secondary comic book line and then be like that character kind of works let's change some colors add a fucking face helmet and then change his fucking name oh and bring it... him into this other comic book series like it's just dumb it feels dumb. as if and then, but
2: we haven't even touched the well, name it... <laughs> right but i but even before the name it feels as if wwe looks at a house that needs rehab right and they see broken windows and a door that's falling down and a roof that needs to be repaired and you know, uh, uh carpet that needs to be pulled up and they go, you know what would be great for this house? Let's repaint it right now. It's like, do you yeah. not see all the fucking things else that you have to do with your product? And that's what you have the perfect pro wrestler. In my opinion, the perfect heel pro wrestler. He's not like, outwardly buff so you don't really want to look like him right but he's strong and mean enough to beat the fuck out of any guy roman reigns brock lesnar to Rey mysterio and anything else you know all between and you have his entrance where he is the a in his name walter right you had the fucking music you have imperium you have all of it it's perfect and you go nah we gotta we gotta
1: gunther So when they say don't you know don't fix what isn't broken what right. did you think was wrong with the name Walter The only thing I can think is he brought that name and he
2: wants to own it and, and they yeah and then they, he said I'm owning this and they're like well then we're changing you But
1: he's right and that's the thing is this shit ain't going to work the same It feels weird to, weird to say that right A rose is a rose by any other name but like I think this sticks in enough people's minds that it's just not going to get off. You've just passed the Uncanny Valley thing. I would be shocked if you told me 60% of the people didn't know who the fuck Walter is that are watching SmackDown or Raw or wherever the fuck he shows up. Right. So when Mm -hmm. you start calling him Gunther, Gunther, what the fuck ever, it's like, Jesus Christ, man. And now, the name. Mm Mm-hmm. Two things: You're either so fucking dumb that you haven't learned to Google the names yet, which you really should have learned on your Suicide Squad thing, whatever the oh the porn name, Submission yeah. Squad, whatever the fuck that was. Uh huh. You didn't learn that lesson then, and then now, I, then I, so either that, either you're a massive idiot, or two, this was on purpose by somebody who thought they were slick, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so then, like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, well, you either have idiots working for you or you have wannabe Nazis working for you. Maybe both. Mm-hmm.
2: But, like, I... yeah, it's a, probably an idiot pro Nazi guy who was like, my uncle loved this one guy named Gunther Starks <laughs> and doesn't realize what his uncle loved. And it was like, oh shit. I, I, man, I gotta like, have a conversation with my uncle.
1: I just don't. I don't know why. Walter, first of all,
2: they love Perfect. one Named characters. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) He was the perfect package for WWE. Everything about him was great. Maybe put pants on him. That's the only thing I could think that you would want to change. Because, you know, the whole wearing the underwear thing, I can understand. But, like, other than that, he's the perfect WWE heel. I just don't understand. It's the dumbest thing.
1: Yeah, I really don't get it either. But, hey, move on.
2: Or the dumbest.
1: We move on. We will have one last thing here. Sammy Zane. Resigned with WWE this week. Per a report from FIFA. Zane reportedly expressed desire to remain private about the details of the contract. Yeah, I'm not shocked. Once we heard his best friend in life. resign there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know again, I, I know we, we don't have any faith in any of the current companies that could become the third and we don't want any more going to the second threat. Right. The same dilution problems. Mm-hmm. But again, this is what I'm saying. Fuck it. Let's just all impact. Right? Like I, I would have preferred him somewhere else. Now he, yeah. he provides a bright spot sometimes though, in an otherwise dull show.
2: Yeah. Like if you're going to say, Hey, here's the trade-off WWE's never going to go away then at least I would say, well, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, if I see, if I'm flipping through and I see, hey, up next, uh, Sami Zayn with his conspiracy theory segment, I'm gonna go, what's that? Let's see it, right? Like, they are bright spots in an otherwise abysmal company. I would say, though, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, seem like reasonable people. Seem like they have a good head on their shoulders you see a lot of the things that sammy the does for uh syria for sammy or sammy for syria uh with his mobile clinics and things like that that you would maybe look at who he's fucking working for and be like maybe i shouldn't be here right we just talked about the nazi thing right so they're either too dumb or they're nazis either way is pretty fucking bad yeah. i don't know maybe like guys i get it money it's comfortable. You've been there for years now. I understand. But, ah, come on. I can't really take your whole Martin Luther King quotes, Sami Zayn, that talk about the evil of capitalism. And then you're like, but I'm re with WWE.
1: And, and I mean, I just, yeah, they were some of the, like before the crew, that I say, like made AEW right? Your Kenny Omega's, your Cody Rhodes, your Young Bucks mm-hmm. went and finally were like, we don't need that machine to do what we mm-hmm. do. Those were the like the biggest indie name guys, right? Like they were mm-hmm. the guys doing it without Kevin WWE Stein, was those El two, Genereo, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You know what I mean? I, and I just, uh, I just feel well, like well, and they, also,
2: uh, also so on this top is, of again, that, like, I know we don't want ahead.
1: people in AEW,
2: but like I don't mind if they're there, and maybe we push some lowers out. You know? Right. What I, mean? like, I, I, mean, I understand. I, I just uh, again, and I don't know him. I've never met him. I adore him as far as character. I loved him as a babyface in NXT. I love him as a heel and Smackdown and Raw and all of that stuff. I think he does again, a bright spot and otherwise abysmal company. But also isn't he the guy that like, can't go to the Saudi Arabia shows? right? Like that's the company you want to work for. Again, maybe there's more information that I don't know, but from an outsider's perspective, Man, your company that you work for is willing to make a deal where you're not allowed to be a part of it. And that's right. where you re-signed. Yeah.
1: I, know, I don't know. It man. Feels... That's
2: hard. That's hard to be it like does. It good feels... for you.
1: I know. Especially knowing that like there's options. I know we say AEW shouldn't sign any more people they would sign they Kevin would Stein sign
2: those two and, in and, a heartbeat and elgin hair yeah. go tomorrow right Sammy yeah Z, whatever sea of varsity call. blondes sea acclaimed we yeah. got to make room because tony has for...
1: said that right he's like listen i hear people saying like you shouldn't keep signing all these people but like in what world would do you live where you would own a wrestling company and see that like cm punk and daniel Bryan are available and not sign
2: those right. guys
1: like if you were running mm-hmm. a
2: team yeah. you would never say that yeah exactly and and right. they would find the room to unfortunately kick some of the lower talent to the curb yeah
1: exactly right exactly right
2: yep all right well uh that's all the news stories then
1: uh let's uh let's transition then to hashtag tweet the table unless you got any Woo-woo. news stories that I failed to get
2: no I don't I you know look we kind of went down a rabbit hole of suck there for a moment so let's hear from the fans and get back to table nation fun with hashtag tweet the table Use
1: hashtag TweetTheTable on Twitter when it's not broken. We broke it earlier, but uh, it's actually up now. We're, we're live on it now. Uh, oh, yeah, use we'll hashtag TweetTheTable. We'll read them live on the show, and we're going to do that right here, kicking it off with one of our longtime fans and listeners and, and viewers, Katie First. Lady, she says, great to have John Moxley back. Dude looking healthier than he's ever been. Hashtag AEW Dynamite. Hashtag TweetTheTable. Yeah, he said fuck you to a guy and told him to get the hell. As on.
2: he should, as he fucking should. I, can we talk about the guy first off, and then we get into all the awesome mm-hmm, promo? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, look, long time listeners of this podcast will know I've put my foot in my mouth one million times. I'm going to do it one million more times as we continue this podcast. I sometimes tell ill advised jokes, say dumbass things. It's all meant to be a haha, right? But sometimes it doesn't come off right. However, who in their right mind would say, "Hey, the returning John Moxley coming back from rehab deserves a get this trash out of the ring yeah, comment." Whatever the fuck he said. Yeah. Where in in anyone's mind are are they thinking this will get me over or this will get me a laugh like both of them make you look stupid yeah and john moxley did it right like credit to him he didn't go like hey be nice to that guy maybe i am a piece of trash no he's like go fuck yourself right like that's what he deserved and that guy i hopefully did get kicked out and get out of this community right like Go to WWE. They like fucking Nazis. We're, we're not about that shit here in AEW. And I'm an AEW mark. Whatever. I'll say we. Get them the fuck out of here. Go to WWE. They like
1: Nazis. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. <Fuck> <laughs> they went, Oops. Never mind. We don't want that trademark. <laughs> Sorry. Ah. <laughs> how did that happen? <laughs> yeah. All <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> fucking WWE. All right. We'll move on. That devil vamp says, how the fuck... Did Cody Rhodes turn into fucking Roman Reigns? I don't understand what the fuck is going on with AEW. I'm so confused. Why does everyone hate Cody Rhodes? Come on, people, he's working hard. Hashtag tweet the table. The working hard part, I get he is working hard. Understand. And so is Roman Reigns. And I don't think anybody's ever knocked that. We've never said like these lazy guys, like they'll knock a part timer for that. Mm-hmm. They've never said that about these two. I think what they've said is like, you. The things you're like, you have a bit of an inflated ego and like, it's like, yeah, you're cool, but we never thought you were like the guy. And they're like, no, you're the guy. And both of those characters have done that, right? Like they've been like, he's the guy. And we went, eh, I mean, he's a guy. And they go, no, 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 no. He's the guy. And we went, no, he's a guy. Right. And that's where I think it, the breakdown is.
2: So I want to hear your comments. Cause I personally love this promo. Mm-hmm. I love both of them. Again, I love the John Moxley promo. That was more of a shoot. Uh, you know, the scars I thought was very good talking about outwardly and inwardly. And then I love the comment where he says, uh, now the only thing I do is drink blood. Mm-hmm. I'm coming after mm-hmm. everyone. Love that. But now going into the Cody promo. Uh, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I did think like he could have easily let that crowd, which was the weirdest crowd in AEW history, I felt overtake him and then become a Ronda Rousey where he's just kind of standing there and looking wide eye, but he worked his ass off to get them to start like getting them on his side. So what did you think though? I mean, I just think like, yeah, it turned
1: for me a bit like i was i was fine with it but like i think that sticks out to me is like you know you know why i'm not gonna turn heel it's because and then he went on a reason to say what because and like it it did like no justice to serving as to like why you won't right it didn't make any sense and it was just like you're just mad that it came across as like you're upset that people don't think you're the guy like you're not like mm-hmm. mad upset like fuck you guys how dare you you're still like come on guys like come on love me and that's where i think it's it's failing a little bit as well i think it feels a little desperate coming from him i think he's fine i think he's good but i just think like he really wants to be viewed like his father was as like the every man gets behind me and the every man isn't going to get behind you and you show up a three-piece fucking suit you're Ric flair you're not dusty roads mm-hmm you know what i mean yeah. like a little different with less but, charisma right. yeah because
2: right, right. uh, i mean honestly he doesn't have that right he doesn't have the everyone stops and looks at him walking yeah. into the room kind of like i cheering
1: for cody rhodes and matches and stuff. like I, I i think the character's fine he's doing a great job at it i just don't think he's like the hogan the austin the and i think that's right really needs to be for his soul or something right like it's yeah. hard. yeah Mm -hmm. it is hard
2: Mm I I, especially if you're like that's my goal and I'm here and I've attained it but no one else thinks I've attained it right it's like Kevin Durant who finally won the championship but he joined the Golden State Warriors like no fuck off you You know what I mean comparison right it does feel
1: very much like Kevin Durant where it's like uh, right now you could you could argue Cody's a top five player right now in all of pro wrestling right and he wants that recognition but it's I think because he's like Right, guys? We're all like, hey, fuck off, man. You don't get
2: to say it. We say it. Right, <laughs> that,
1: that exactly. Kind of and
2: that's the thing. And mm-hmm. yeah, to your point, it, it, you know, now that you say it, it, it does open my eyes to a different angle where it does kind of sound desperate, right? The, <laughs> you guys need to understand, right? Mm-hmm. To me, it sounded like the, I'm holding my ground. You guys oh, need sure. to either get on board yeah, or get fine. off. But yeah. if, when I hear it from your point of view, yeah, maybe it is desperate, maybe, right? Maybe, maybe. Yeah. maybe it is a little bit like, <laughs> Hey guys, please. Now, a couple things I wanted to talk about, Mm -hmm. about this promo, because this was where the money was. I thought of the episode. This Mm -hmm. is where the talking points come up. Uh, one, he mentions the, the Gunther. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Two, the one shot that he took that I thought was unwarranted was as he followed up the Brody King name. And this is the reason why. Brody King was Brody King when Brody Lee was Brody Lee. It wasn't as if Brody King said, Hey, I'm going to take advantage of my favorite wrestler, Brody Lee, and I'm going to be Brody King. You know what I mean? You would have
1: been doing the same thing you were exactly shitting on them for, right? Right. If you would have been like, Well, we've got to change your name, right? Like, right. Yeah.
2: But he's like Um, the balls that he has. Again, Cody, maybe Cody doesn't know who Brody King is. Maybe he thought that that's what he did, uh, but it's like, well, it's that other no, moment man. that felt desperate
1: for me was the one when he's like, before this guy was, before the forbidden door was open, I was the one kicking it open. It was like, just because you left doesn't mean you kicked open a forbidden door. You were not like WWE's guy going around and doing other things. You were just one of the first, like, who are now a big star to have said, I don't need WWE to get there. So, mm-hmm. like... He does deserve credit for that, and we had always given him credit for that. I think the moment he oh. made that decision, we were like, this is going to be good for his career.
2: Oh, when he made the list, remember when he wrote down the mm-hmm. list of the guys he wanted to work with? Yep. I mean, that's now a thing in WWE that people all are well, a uh, thing that. in the independence. I think he's yeah. even said, like, they're copying my playbook, and that's fine. That's great. Right. That's and, great. and he does deserve credit. I think I think what he said there was, was true, right? CM Punk said all this stuff, but I actually fucking did it. Mm-hmm. But again to your point and what I'm starting to come around on is let us tell you that. Right. Let us tell you. It's like laughing at your own joke. Right. I've done it a million times, but like, if I was like, yeah, that was a great joke. Huh? And everyone's like, not really. And we're like, no, you guys are not, you guys don't understand humor. You know, So the thing is
1: like, like you said, let us tell you that or else we're just not going to want to feel like we're like, you know, you're going to begrudgingly get that Mm -hmm. acceptance from us. The thing is, The proper thing to do is, when you deserve it and you're not getting it, is then you flip the bitch switch and you Mm -hmm. demand it and you command it. And then we will be like, fuck yeah. Like, that's the thing is like, him saying, you know why I'm not going to turn heel, blah, blah, blah. What you're saying is like, you know why I'm not going to give you what you want is because I think you should want it another way well then fuck you then i don't want it your way so now i'm not cheering you and we're probably gonna boo Mm -hmm. you sorry that's how the game is played and it's kind of been played that way for fucking 20 some years that i can remember being a wrestling fan and even beyond it even
2: yeah i mean you know john cena kind of flipped the script there where they we said hey boo and they go nah you mean yay And then now that's a new thing, right? Now we've Mm -hmm. just taken that John Cena thing and just ran with it, right? Back in the day when Shawn Michaels would get booed, but he would get cheered, three months down the line, DX came about, right? Like, they listened. Now it's the cool thing not to listen, right? And, yeah, if we don't like it and you tell us, go fuck ourselves, then we're going to say Okay, then I'll turn the channel. Well, like You better lean into that. You better lean well, in and tell me, go
1: fuck yourself,
2: right? Well, Do but like, if you're porn. just going to continue it, what you're going to get is less people watching, and then you're going to be like, I don't get it. And you're like, you never were self-aware. And so, right. yeah. But that's what I'm saying. You are saying, go fuck yourself. You're just mm-hmm. saying it like,
1: go fuck yourself. Instead right. Of, go fuck yourself and that's what we would like
2: <laughs> and then we're like, like ooh, that's what we
1: would want right he's a bad yeah. boy right and yeah look, that's why i don't want to shit on the guy i don't want to like the guy like if he were listening mm-hmm. right now and i know he's watching mm-hmm. uh, thanks cutie cutie, cutie yeah Ugh, ah get the cutie marshall on next week nah, um, we'll try. love you cutie yeah, we like i don't even know what i was going to but like just like I, I don't want him to think that like we don't like like i want to boo him now because like I, like you said like i i don't dislike the character and i don't like or don't dislike the the promos he's giving and i can get behind all of it and it all fits like face is doing all this it's just the it's that it, it's noticeable that like he's really like i, I want you guys
2: to cheer mm-hmm.
1: me like i'm right hang yeah I, if yeah
2: you will. perfect yeah i am not at the point i will cheer him I, I i think of him as a mid-card guy even though the tnt championship he said is a top title whatever, i don't know right? how many
1: times they're gonna keep saying that
2: nobody thinks that
1: you know, thinks thinks it's, it's
2: the intercontinental <laughs> championship for them. Right. Same, um, yeah, but, uh, I will cheer him as a mid card guy, but he wants the cheers of the top guy. And it's just like, it's not going to happen. And so I'm not of the, of the mindset that I need to boo him. Cause it's cool to boo him. We have made our voices known now as the AEW community, we need to bow Dallas him, right? If he comes out, Let's get our newspapers up and turn our back and say, like, you're not interesting. Well, and you, you know, know what, what I mean? You know what works so great with that? The Bo Dallas character that came out of that. Right. And maybe that's what they do. But, like, that's what we need to do as a crowd is say, like, we're tired of the boo. Yay, shit. That's whatever. If we honestly don't like it, right? If you're going to boo to be cool and boo, go fuck yourself. But if you're like, this is bad, then be silent or turn your back. Or turn the channel. Like, that's what gets changed. Not this, anymore. Like, nah, not anymore. Again, you can do it to then elicit a change in the character, but if they put their foot down, then the next step is to turn it off.
1: Yeah, you gotta go creepers.
2: now. Now, with all that being said, next week, ladder match, beach break in the middle of winter. Let's not talk about that part. Who you got? Sammy Guevara Cody or Cody? Or does Sammy and Cody goes to WWE? Ah?
1: I mean because Royal Rumble is
2: the next week. If
1: he's Sammy's he's not going to turn heel, but then he goes to the WWE like that's turning heel <laughs> in my mind, right? If you leave AEW and go WWE, you you better show up on WWE as a heel because that's what I think of you as, especially a guy like Cody Rhodes' position. Mm-hmm. I don't Interesting. know. Interesting. But Interesting. you got you got Cody. Yeah, I got Cody.
2: I got Sammy. I'm going
1: Sammy. Maybe, I, look. Sammy would probably need it more, so oh could yeah, work a way that Sammy does something to make us be like, oh shit. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, because he is in no man's land right now, mm-hmm. right? Like, right. the inner circle thing we'll talk about maybe where they're kind of in turmoil. Uh, he's an interim champ, which we've never had in this company. So what does that even mean? If he loses that, what happens? Yeah, he's kind of – he needs this way more. Cody can yeah. then use the loss as whatever he wants to do, right? right. So – Oh. Yeah. Especially if you return and heal. You use the people mm. laughing at him and stuff. I mean, mm. hey,
1: far be it from decade-long wrestling fans tell you how to, what they like. <laughs> All right. At Verse Lady says, Wardlow is going to give MJF the single biggest ass-kicking ever. Hashtag AEW Dynamite. Hashtag Tweet the Table. And, man – is when he? that day comes. I don't know if that day's coming yet, but when that day comes, man, I, God. I, I feel like they could, right? MJF could sell for this guy and make him look like he's fucking throwing him around the arena in one of the most memorable fashions, I think, that we've ever seen.
2: I, so, AEW has yet, and maybe they have, and I'm not thinking of it, but top of mind, AEW has yet to do a huge swerve. Right? It's this, 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 this. Psych! It w- now, the MJF inner circle thing was a swerve, but that was like, you knew he was up to something. Oh, shit, we didn't know it was this, right? We didn't know it was the pinnacle.
1: Yeah, we knew he was going to turn on the on. We the didn't know pin- if he, he turned on Jericho inner or, or like,
2: inner right. circle. Yeah, we didn't know the whole right. details, but we knew something was going to happen. But with this, what if this is the first swerve in AEW where... We're going down this road. Yep, uh uh-huh. Look at all these little crumbs. Wardlow's going to turn on MJF. The moment comes, MJF has the upper hand on CM Punk. The ref is down. Then CM Punk gets up. He could then, you know, get his uh, revenge. Wardlow, being the good BFF to MJF, powerbomb CM Punk. And then they, you know. It might not happen
1: now. But I feel like someday, you think we're getting Wardlow fucking throwing MJF around? Like, if it's I, a year from uh, now, even, right? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. I'm just thinking yeah, with this no, current CM no, Punk storyline. this current storyline? No. In fact, even I could see them doing away with Sean Spears in some sort of fashion. Like, he kind of, Wardlow's pissed, and MJF has to sell Sean Spears out to kind of be like, holy shit, this guy almost killed me. <laughs> like, right, yeah. Like, hey, I got to keep him as Wardlow happy. Lamb.
2: Right? right, yeah. I got to keep Wardlow happy, so Sean Spears got to go. Yeah, I could see that. I yeah. just think. You weren't a good accountability, buddy. It's
1: not Wardlow's fault. He's dumb. You yeah. were supposed to be the smart, right? And then Wardlow's still like, hey, motherfucker,
2: <laughs> right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm what? Yeah. I just think, I think this is going to be a swerve where we think he's going to turn, and then nope, he doesn't. That's my gut. Okay, all right. All because right. Tony Khan, again, he hasn't broken up any big factions right inner circles been around uh, since day one pinnacle still around hardy family still around uh i know they kicked out hangman from the elite but that wasn't like a turn that was like a you know just kind of a we have to do this kind of thing and then they turned heel but like he does things different so i don't know we'll see yeah we'll see all right at devil vamp
1: says seriously i would love to see charlotte versus serena deep what a fucking match they could put on let these women shoot hashtag tweet the table well now shooting hold on I, you know that entirely different scenario I, I don't have any thought process either just know how to like actually fight i mean maybe serena right Deeb, yeah you know what i mean um i don't know but <clears throat> like that's a different scenario I still I know a lot of people build up Charlotte and she's very good. She's very good. In the ring. she can tell a very good story good. in the ring. her facial expressions are good. her timing's good. but mm-hmm. her her fucking matches are still formulaic, right? She's gonna do that fucking backwards cartwheel off the top of the fucking ring post. Mm-hmm. She's gonna do her goddamn figure eight. whatever the fuck they called that thing. like mm-hmm. it, it's not like she's groundbreaking anymore, right?
2: if if, if yeah, I, I understand that, right? I understand. So yeah. like
1: sure, yes. That will be great, but I'm not to this level excited that Devil Vamp would be, I think, at it. But Serena Deeb, I am always that level excited about, right? Because Serena Deeb is fucking murderous. Serena Deeb should be on like one of those Netflix documentaries about Mm -hmm. fucking serial killers.
2: But she's so professional about it, though. That's the thing I like. It's all, it's not, it's not Abaddon, right? Where it's this demented. It's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, uh, what was that one movie? Uh, Psycho, right? Where with um uh, Christian Bale was that the yeah. movie? Yeah, I think so. Or, yeah, that was it, a remake
1: it, of an old one, right? Like, yeah, American it, Psycho. That's what no, it was. American Psycho. Psycho. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right.
2: yeah. Where it's like he's wearing a suit. Every he looks normal. He's walking amongst us, but right? he's fucking nuts. Sociopath. And and I think that's the detail that we like about serena Deep. I still feel like they're doing the the professor of professional wrestling, like Dean Malenko, which is fine. But I think what we like but about her not, is, man, yeah. she's a, uh, she's really ramming that knee into the ground. Feels you know what I mean? Like
1: what, like it feels like early Ringmaster, right? Like right before Steve Austin figured out mm-hmm. Steve Austin, like this mm-hmm. was his character, right? Like yeah. just open the curtain, walk into the ring, staring you down, devouring a body part or whatever, right? Like mm-hmm. just demoralizing, crushing, and just intent to harm. Right. Like just going to maim
2: you. So what do we do with her? That's the question. Right. So we have Britt Baker as our women's champion. We have Jade Cargill as a TBS champion. Yeah. People are chanting for right. When she beat up Sky Blue last night, there was no Sky Blue chance. It was all Serena Mm -hmm. Deep chance. Yeah. The issue is I, I don't think you can like put her on
1: a hot streak right now. For the reason of you have two heel champions right like these prime four faces to be on a hot streak it kind of lends to what you're saying like you kind of need one of each if at all possible i mean you can't be too formulaic right but i think when you do get a female champion like she's great as like a a challenger that that's hard for them to get over where you're kind of like
2: oh i don't know right
1: i think um, i think but you turn i wouldn't her... mind her having a title run either you know right what I mean? that's what i'm like, saying like, i yeah. think
2: you turn her face keep her the mm. same and have Britt Baker run for her life, throwing chairs and Jamie and all the people in front of her as this, like, I gotta get out of here. And like you said, Serena Deeb is just singular focused. I'm gonna. So I think the only thing holding
1: you back from that is what is going to, like, what is going to put the fire under people to be like, fuck yeah, Serena Deeb, get these people, right? Like, because we like Britt Baker, we like Jamie Hader, we like. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, I think this is different if you're going with, like, Jade Cargill, right? Like, one of those, where mm-hmm. that's the heel. We don't like the heel, but now they're getting one yeah. over on the face, right?
2: It's just Jade Cargill right now. Again, if we're using... Not Cart- a good match
1: for this one right now,
2: right? Yeah, Jade Cargill yeah. could get rolled up by someone else, and we could do this with someone else. But, yeah, Jade Cargill, right. I mean, you put those two girls together. It's like, hey, yeah. Serena, but you that's might put a psycho like,
1: killer. Like, a heel that, like, we're actually not, like... The whole DMV clan's a a cool heel. That's an NWO style heel. Mm -hmm. Right. We need an actual heel for this deep character.
2: Penelope Ford. That would be a perfect bunny. That would be
1: a great one. The bunny. Yep. All those. Yep. Perfect. All right. Final tweet the table. This is a reminder. Use hashtag tweet the table. We'll read them. Just like at Mm -hmm. Katie first. A lady. She says, I know. I know that Lita said she didn't have a Royal Rumble during her time in the company. What, did she forget that she competed in the first one in 2018? Hashtag SmackDown. Hashtag Tweet the Table. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well,
2: they have or to to forget that. Or she didn't, and the writer did, and she has to be told what to say. You know what I mean? I just,
1: what well, and just what are we like
2: doing? What are we doing, Tim? What are I we doing like to with say, this
1: company? I would like to say that we know that the problem with this storyline is that we know Lita's not going to win the Women's Royal Rumble. But given WWE's track history over recent years, we don't know that. Hey,
2: we got picks and next week. We got picks Edge next week. Edge won the Royal Rumble. Right. Mm-hmm. Fucking Triple H won one a few years ago. Yeah, he won the title out of it. Remember? Roman put <laughs> his t- title up. That was a cool, cool yeah. concept. So, like, it...
1: Lita could win this if they think like that would be a ratings pop everybody be like Lita's
2: back is she Uh, yeah I look there's no there's no Becky Lynch on a hot streak female right now they had that for a moment in time with with Bianca Belair but then they've kind of shit the bed since she lost the title at SummerSlam there's there's yeah lita would not shock me i would not be shocked if that's our if that's our winner for 2022 yikes
1: well i'm sure we'll do picks for that that's not we don't have to do that now right that's not no next week yeah fuck all right well then use hashtag tweet the table get in your picks for the royal rumble so we'll read those next week but tom Let's talk about something more fun. Let's talk about Yeah, it let's AW. let's
2: hit some Yeah, let's mm-hmm. hit some highlights from AEW Dynamite and then we also want to talk a little bit about the GCW pay-per-view this weekend. Uh so some other, you know, news and notes that we missed from Tweet the Table that we want to talk about. The opening match from AEW uh-huh. Dynamite mixed tag. It was Dr. Britt Baker DMD taking on Boom Adam Cole Bay Uh or those who Adam were Cole, taking on right. Yeah, right. with we're taking on uh, the Boop Alien, Chris Statlander, and Orange Cassidy. This was a great match, I thought. This For a was. mixed tag, this mm-hmm. had all all the fun and all the yeah. seriousness. It was great. They did a well. And a again,
1: I think the chemistry's here. Obviously, you have a husband and wife team who are both very seasoned professional wrestlers. Boyfriend, uh,
2: girlfriend, but basically husband. Wife. Oh yeah, They're boy not boyfriend, married.
1: girlfriend. Um, right. And then I think Statlander and the OC, I think, like, you know I mean? They've all been working together for a long time now, Mm -hmm. Um, and so that was great. It was all crafted well, choreographed well, like all the spots – my favorite spot was when he does that you know the, his move whatever and then like orange cassidy kicks out and he's like what the fuck and, just and, and she's like, looking yeah and she's like what the hell like i don't know i don't fucking know <laughs> yeah yeah he's like i don't fucking know like, damn
2: it. What <laughs> right fuck? yeah that was great yeah. i like <laughs> also the uh the slow kicks that orange cassidy does to Britt baker <laughs> yeah. where she's like are you fucking serious this is the thing that we love about this guy like <laughs> yeah. yeah the the yeah. the. yeah well, again like she had we keep talking about this like people keep finding a unique way to fuck with him on that and so she stomps mm-hmm. on his
1: fucking foot i like that yeah she
2: does the stomp of what mm-hmm. she does as a finisher now here's the question i have for you next week again each break in the middle of winter uh we're gonna do a lights out match well when you need a beach break in the middle of winter let's
1: hop on a plane and go to the beach take a break
2: and we're, we're going to cleveland for that because that's yeah. where the show been is to a cleveland beach ever <laughs> let alone in <Yeah>. the winter <laughs> yeah, exactly. okay all right um Hold so- on, pause.
1: Did you see uh, since you know, NFL uh, playoffs are going on right now? Go Chiefs. Hey, um, go Chiefs. Joe Burrow of the Cincinnati Bengals said the reason he thinks the Bengals didn't have a huge COVID outbreak is because there's nothing to do in Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs>
2: this is true. What <laughs> you going to do in Cincinnati?
1: Cleveland. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I can't hate that guy now. All right. <laughs> yeah. No
2: offense, Heavy Set Justin. Uh, no offense. Well, he's Cleveland, no offense. I
1: think. He's a Cleveland guy. He probably
2: hates it. Well, yeah. So, yeah, Cincinnati. Oh, fuck yeah. Cincinnati, right? But, right. John Moxley, we love you. Uh, so, if you're here, you're go watching Chiefs. this. Yeah, go Chiefs. Um, so, yeah, next week, lights out. It's a lights out match, which is a little bit different, but it's going to be Orange Cassidy versus Adam Cole. One, do you think a lights out match is warranted for this feud? And two, who do you got? Hmm. I don't know that a lights out is warranted for this feud. I don't feel like that it's fair. I know what they did with the Britt Baker went through the table that sure. pissed off Adam Cole, but you got the win. If they didn't right. get the win and Britt Baker goes through the table, you and me lights out, got that, but you keep winning and you keep calling. It's like you're punching down this entire well, time just,
1: and lights out again. It's too quick on the draw. This is only, you just got mad 10 match seconds before the match ended and mm-hmm. now you're still mad, so, like, we're rolling into... It's still, to me, like, it, it's way too soon. Like, you should have another mm-hmm. match where you're trying to get after him, right? Like a no-holds-barred or something, right? Like Or ca- steel cage match, right? Give me mm-hmm. a steel cage match with him so he can't run, you know what I mean? He can't do a stupid fucking, you but- know, junk or, or whatever. And then that, he finds a way out of that, right? He's He super cools himself out of the cage somehow, and now mm-hmm. Adam Cole is pissed. All right, fuck it. Yeah, because right?
2: that's the thing, is... Adam Cole keeps coming out on top of each of these matches and each of these uh, exchanges, so I don't understand why he keeps wanting to beat him up. If Orange Cassidy made the challenge, I think it would make more sense. Uh, But, yeah, here's the thing, though. I think I got Orange Cassidy. I think we're going to see the first loss for Adam Cole, but because it's a lights-out match, it doesn't count. Mm. Huh? Because Britt Baker lost to like Thunder that. Rosa, but it, it, gives, didn't count.
1: it gives a nice. Because, again, Orange Cassidy, I think, with that comedy spot, takes a lot of L's, right?
2: Right. Even so though they he said he win. had the
1: most wins uh, in AW over 2021, I think, is what they said yeah. on the damn broadcast. So, mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because well, he's always mm-hmm. on uh, dark and right, elevation. Yeah, 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 uh, right. yeah I think he's going to win, but because it's not on the record book, Adam Cole is still going to be undefeated, baby. Like it. I like it. <laughs> All right, so then after that, we talked about some good old CM Punk and uh, Sean Spears, 30 seconds. That was silly and fun. Yeah, uh, except
1: I, like... I mean, the 30 seconds aspect, right? Like, Sean Spears,
2: poor guy. But I think that's great, right? He <sighs> thinks he's the muscle before you get to MJF. You gotta go through me. Mm-hmm. Ah, shit. And then he gets back up and he goes before you get through MGF you gotta get yeah. goddamn. you know like I like that that's his his character because like yeah he he, he orgasms looking at a chair Fuck this guy right like he shouldn't be incredible uh so I thought it was yeah but he like, like
1: he can be dangerous with a, with a swinging oh, chair once in a while to your right, plans, yeah,
2: right yeah yeah, you know, a, a broken clock's, you know, right, twice a day. But uh, mm. yeah, I love, like, Trump won the presidency. It all, yeah, easy. Uh, but I also think, like, it proved that CM Punk doesn't struggle with everyone, too, right? Because all of these matches have been, you know, Wardlow, he barely got out with the skin of his teeth. All these other uh, powerhouse hops, things like that. So it was good to finally see, like, oh, okay, so CM Punk's actually decent. He can actually win a match or two, right? So I like that part. Um so yeah, it was a fun, good spot I thought. Uh, but the continuation of the feud, um, as we keep going with again news and notes, House of Black. Hmm. So I don't know if they're known as House of Black because they said they were members of House of Black. They were or something members of like the that? House
1: of Black, but they called them
2: um, the Kings of something.
1: Kings of kings the Black of, Forest or some
2: shit like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> Kings of the Black Hills or something like that. Uh, let me see if I can find that. But they take on the Varsity Blondes. They beat the shit out of them. Yeah. I liked how Brian Pillman Jr. Couldn't do the rope spot because of the t- traumatic experience he had last week. That's good storytelling credit yeah, to him for that. Doing is. that is well,
1: because even his partner, the Griff guy was like, the fuck what? are you doing, man? And he's you like, I can't fucking, look, man. Right. I failed. And I don't want to get knocked down They're again. Fucking wore fucking antlers in the ring. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the so entrance, what do you think, by the way, for that. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. It's fucking cool. That was ominous. That was cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, excited, but then I mean, immediately we roll into pock like, hey man, you want to play with the dark arts? I got you, but I'm still like, I ain't the one. <laughs> He's like, you ain't fucking. You think you got everybody fucking twisted, boy? I'm about to get in your shit, and love it. God loved it. That was that. I think I'm. This is the most I've been excited for pock ever.
2: Yeah, cause Pac is crazy. pock <laughs> is a bastard, right? Like, well,
1: that's what he said. He was like, you might have, you might be, you know, mind games or whatever. Like whatever he was alluding mm-hmm. to I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but he was like, you can get people's heads and fuck with them. But like, cool. Great. Cool story, bro. Can't get to me. That's right, ain't yeah. The one. Right? Like, are mm-hmm. you not? Know I, I see? can Look do that better shit. than you. Right. Yeah. Like, so here we go. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, now, man. now, do you think we get a payoff of him? Pac versus Malachi Black? Or do you think this is death triangle? With Penta and Pac taking on Brody King and Malachi Black, you think this is a tag match, or you think? Oh yeah, because Phoenix
1: is out for a while, huh? Phoenix
2: is out, right? So you think we're doing tag Unless, this way, or, you...
1: or maybe Pac joins the House of Black?
2: So that's been a rumor. I've read that a few different spots is the the Mist is going to make him join, just like Julia Hart. I think it was on Elevation. Mm. She got a little bit weird where after the Varsity Blondes won before Dynamite, she was clapping. And both of them were like, is she fucking okay? And she's yeah, like, That would be Dang. cool if, like,
1: yeah, if, like, the mist has a slow burn effect, right? Like, mm-hmm. kind of what they did with Alexa Bliss, right, uh, in WWE, where, like, she went a little crazy after the Fiend. Oh, yeah. Hanging out but with like that, how the right? Fiend would mm-hmm. touch you, or, like, you would go right. into right. a
2: program with the Fiend, and afterwards you'd be a completely different person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the Mist should be, well, fuck, all of a sudden, now it's in my bloodstream. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Hey, this kind of yep. feels good. Yeah, I'm going to choke get you. Little- what?
1: <laughs> right, over over real, quick yeah. real quick, and eye goes black, and you know. All
2: right. So now uh, I want to talk about a segment that I didn't think was bad, but I'm going to bring up an overall point of my frustration with Dynamite, and maybe even to a bigger extent, AEW. So then we get Frankie Kazarian taking on Lance Archer. Lance Archer squashes him. One thing first. Uh, Frankie Kazarian, no longer known as the elite hunter, because he never hunted anything well. And then also it was, hey, you know it, Frankie Kazarian. That's what he's, that's what Justin Roberts says. You know it, Frankie Kazarian. I'm not kidding Hold on, that's what he said? I didn't catch that. You know it. Yeah, you know it, Frankie Kazarian. And so that's what we're doing with Frankie Kazarian. But my point is this, Lance Archer, 10-minute match, I think it was, which I thought was a little bit too long to build up a monster. Lance Archer beats Frankie Gazarian. And then we get Hangman coming out to save Frankie Gazarian from a beatdown. And then that, that's the that's it. What we get from our world champion is three and a half minutes. And this is the problem I have with AEW. Like, you have so much great shit. You really do. I love all of it, right? But like, Hangman is your champion. And we're getting, it feels like CM Punk with the WWE title where he was the mid-card guy, but you're calling him the champ. Like, you've got to present Hangman like a goddamn champion, and that's that's not his fault. You know what I mean? Like,
1: It's a great analogy. Yeah, Yeah, that fits very well. Because he's a mid-card guy right now. The thing with Kazarian, too, is like the Elite Hunter thing was because they put down Christopher Daniels, and he was on literal tears. Having mm-hmm. a fucking panic breakdown. And couldn't beat up anyone. One of the greatest fucking promos I think I'd ever seen that guy do. And now we've heard nothing about Christopher Daniels ever. Because <laughs> Zarian yeah. is like, you know it. Like, no, I don't know it.
2: I forgot well, the guy existed. Well, because, again, it kind of mm-hmm. feels like schizophrenia television where mm-hmm. it's one thing to be like, wow, this is unpredictable. It keeps on moving. And that is the sweet spot. And it's hard. I'm not trying yeah. to say it's fucking well, easy, right? And they want to let the artist be the artist and let them have say over what they do, but... But, yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah,
1: somewhere
2: and you only got two hours and my champion, <laughs> Cowboy shit, is getting less time than Chris Jericho? Because I mean, thing come that, on now. Like,
1: the thing with the Elite Hunter thing, the reason why, like, you have to have some control, right? Like, we want people to do what they want. You know, they say we're not scripting stuff. Okay. But, like, so Frankie Kazarian did this Elite Hunter. It didn't take off. We killed it. We moved on. No harm, no foul. But the next person who wants to do a storyline like that, now we've got to get a little bit more creative and, and and work around so it's not a carbon copy, whereas we didn't have to do that if you would have just not let Kazarian do that because you knew you weren't going to let – We said this at the time. That storyline needs to be one where somebody goes after, like, a top dog. It, has, it needs to be a mm-hmm. prominent storyline or a title storyline, Right. Yeah. And that was
2: never going to be with Frankie mm. Kazarian. Everybody knew that. Even right. Frankie Kazarian knew that. Well, so at least like, he thought he was going to get up to uh, Kenny Omega, but then Kenny Omega would right. overtake him. You well, know what I mean? We didn't like, do
1: the storyline. We just kept calling him the thing.
2: And that was it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so but then we the, get to the. But oh. the insert
1: faction name Hunter is a great storyline. But now you kind of. Oh, it's perfect. But now you kind of yeah. did it.
2: Yeah. and But he was going to do, do it again. It. But right. you didn't do it. Right. Yeah. So then we get to the main event, and Sting, Darby Allen versus the Acclaim. I didn't like this. Look, I love Sting. Yeah. I got a Stinger splash, so you know I loved it. Like out of a t- out of a, just a standalone match itself, thought it was great. However, I believe the rankings, the Acclaimed is the number one contender or top five. I think for sure, right? Yeah, I think so. And it doesn't look great. When the 62-year-old Sting can go two-on-one and hold his own with your number one-ranked tag team, right? So, like, that's not a great move. And again, I kind of felt like we already did this match when Sting and Darby Allen took out the ass boys a month ago, right? Like, why are we sacrificing ass boys and the acclaim an segment on dynamite and that was good right yeah i was gonna m- mention that yeah uh they beat up christian to get their shot at, at, at jurassic express credit to them i thought that was good way hey and you know what if you even want to just before the the tag team title match if you just want to do a six-man tag and throw in billy Gunn and christian just have a little billy gun christian little spot wouldn't hate it mm-hmm. uh but what i'm getting at is like i love again and sting did awesome in this match right dough yeah. from the fucking uh uh announcers booth on a to a table he was i mean 62 years old he's bumping like he's 30 right yeah in his 40s he's bumping like he's in his 40s yeah. you know and uh it's just like what are we doing though with our tag team division when it's the acclaim gets taken out two on one and then darby does come in but like they get taken out ass boys gets taken out FTR got taken out, right? It's like, at what point are we sacrificing these teams
1: Yeah, for Sting? We
2: all understood Sting was,
1: we market Sting as a not only top five guy, but top five of all time. So it would Mm -hmm. stand to reason, like, even at 60, he can come in and throw some fucking hands around. But, like. Not two on one. Not two on one against all of your top ranked teams. Right. Now you've really, like. That's never believable. Even in the stage where we're like Tom Brady is is you know what I mean? Is the best quarterback. But like if you put him up against the all-star team defense, he's not gonna
2: do so well. Right. And now exactly.
1: right? Like it's just a- and,
2: and also, you know, you could do that once a year, right? Sting right. comes out of the the shadows to take on FTR and beats FTR with Darby Allen once a year. But we, I mean we didn't do this that long ago where he got the Yeah, they
1: don't know what else to do with sting that's yeah and i yeah this is a thing where i think like when we talk about sting and high reverence i think this is something that gets glossed over is i don't know that if we say aw is very talent focused right like they get to come up with what they're doing so i don't think sting brings a whole lot of Well, we'll see. Super idea is the table that we've ever heard about, right? Like, and then Sting
2: came up with the idea for
1: this faction, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. We'll see. But again, going back to my biggest gripe right now with AEW, we did the Sting thing, but we did it also not too long ago, and we sacrificed our heavyweight champion to get three minutes, right? So we did three minutes of Hangman, who got a loud ass pop when he came out to get a fifteen-minute Sting match that we already (laughs) did. Two months prior.
1: And let me float this idea by you, right? Since the start of AEW, they have worked very hard to build Darby Allen into Mm -hmm. a name and a star Mm -hmm. and a pillar of AEW. Mm -hmm. But we've gone a couple years in AEW, and now, I mean, the math may not be this, but I feel like I remember more of Darby Allen as Sting's lackey or son than anything else.
2: Yeah, I mean— It wasn't that long ago that he did the good feud with MJF, right? It was mm-hmm. him and MJF. They had an amazing match, but MJF won, right? He right. didn't come out on top. Now, again, he came out because of shenanigans, but right. a win's a win, right? Yep. And then, yeah, it's just...
1: But you're tying Darby on to Sting here, and I don't...
2: But what what's the story <laughs> we're telling with Darby, right? What is Sting right. doing with... Is he teaching get, him maybe. anything?
1: That's where we need to get. Maybe at some point, Darby's like, "Hey, what have I been doing for two years now, or whatever?" Right, like, right, running around with you and like, don't get me wrong, you seem like a fine guy. And and if but we if you we ain't getting me where I need to be,
2: and if we have a stall with Darby Allen, right? He's a ratings pop, but we don't really have anything for him. But we need him and Sting because Sting is also a ratings pop. We need him on our television. Okay, cool, right? I get it, but like save those moments and tell stories with guys again, because guess who wasn't on this week's dynamite God's favorite champion Mm. Miro. Yeah. What's up with Miro, man. But again, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is where we have this schizophrenia fucking storytelling where Miro's mad at God. He's going to take it out on everyone. But then it's been a month. But then sting gets a win over a number one tag team and it's a fun moment but we already did that not too long ago so focus focus this is where look i'm telling you uh tony khan is telling some of the greatest stories in wrestling history i love that hangman story right i love eddie kingston just being to or being allowed to be himself i love when eddie kingston turned babyface and saved john moxley the explosion sucked but you get what i'm saying but you need a little bit of help because it seems like you're just writing everything and then saying go and then go. And it's like you want someone to just take the mid card from you. So you can focus in on, you know, the Hankman story or something. Cause I don't know. It's, it just feels fragmented and unfocused. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was a W dynamite, a very fun show. As far as a standalone episode that if you just watched it for two hours, you're going to have a great time. Here on the podcast, we think of bigger pictures, and obviously we're watching this week over week, so we see it maybe a little bit differently. But again, standalone episode itself, four out of five. I thought it was good. Oh, yeah. I agree. I
1: agree. But we've got an event coming up this weekend. Ooh. Look, we've talked a few times. We've had on commentator Kevin Gill for for GCW Game Changer Wrestling. Come on. We need you fans to be aware this is. A little bit more for the adult-themed crowd. right? Oh, put the kids to bed.
2: Put the kids to
1: bed. There will be hardcore matches. But the the raw energy and enthusiasm and all sorts of, you know, those sorts of things that come with a performance is there with GCW. The likes of which we haven't seen in a while. Oh,
2: and this is, I mean... This has everything that you could need in pro wrestling. You get, you're going to get your comedy spots. You're going to get some pure wrestling with the ROH world title match. You're going to get crowd behavior. Yeah. You're going to get your violence. You're going to, I don't mean mean
1: unpredictable crowd behavior. I mean, bizarrely unpredictable crowd behavior.
2: Yeah. This is going to be incredible. Uh, so I, I just want to hit the highlights because, again, yes. we don't recap GCW week over week. So it would be an insult to act as if we're going to tell you who the mystery uh, person is going to sure. be in the battle royal. Right. So we don't want to insult GCW. We love GCW. This is a big show. So we want to talk about it now I'm going through the card. And I want to talk to you about the, the bigger matches. But one name I don't see on here. Is the heart and soul Nick of Gage. GCW. Where is Nick fucking Gage? Uh, maybe they
1: gave him some time off, man. Cause, like, he's got to cut a promo. I mean, this
2: something. is Nick fucking Gage.
1: Maybe, maybe we'll get a, maybe we'll get a, we got to get something, you know, appearance somehow from Nick Gage. I tell maybe, you what, though, maybe in one of the matches coming up. I'll float an idea yeah. as we go through it. So
2: there, yeah, there's a, there's a pre show battle royal that has mystery people. So maybe he shows up there um we got a mystery tag team uh that we don't know who's gonna be a part of that maybe he's in a tag team we shall see but we got i mean a killer's row of matches and again we almost had eddie kingston and aj gray Mm. also on this card but i'm gonna run through a couple matches just want your feedback maybe who you think Mm -hmm. is gonna win so we got a singles match we've got the face of the women's division in GCW. Again, the heart and soul on the men's side is Nick Fucking Gage. The heart and soul for the women is Allie Catch, and she's taking on the runaway from AEW, Ruby Soho. Something's got to give. What happens here?
1: Yeah, that's rough. I, I feel like I feel like Ruby Soho is going to win this one because I just feel like she's we've talked about where she comes in aw and maybe we realize oh everybody was like she's the greatest just being held back by the machine and we go oh no she's about as good as the machine mm-hmm. at her point now but yeah. I think to GCw that's still elevated enough that I think they're gonna have her go over in that moment but Allie catch will have like fought tooth and nail and will be respected if you will
2: we'll see again we're not experts here we're just spitballing some things i'm excited for the match because i like the uh contrast in you know the hardcore gcw this is our girl versus the we don't really right this is yeah i have some
1: mild following of gcw catch the big events kind of keep up on twitter so this is my like johnny carson to date myself kind of predictions right no i like the envelope To my mm-hmm. head when you tell me the match name and I'm going to give you my feelings. Right?
2: Good, good reference. Mm-hmm. Man, mm-hmm. current events.
1: Right, yeah. Uh, yes, I got, really current.
2: I got Ruby Soho. I think I retired when I, I was like seven. <laughs> I know. I got Ruby Soho because I think what we're going to do, and again, I don't know, but this is how I'm booking it and this is what I think would uh-huh. be fun. I think we're going to take this match right into the next match because I think Jeff Jarrett Hits Alley Catch over the head with a guitar. Ruby Soho gets the victory, not knowing what Jeff Jarrett did so that she could say babyface. And then we go right into Jeff Jarrett versus Effie. In 2020, Tim, which was last year, if I would have asked you in the summer, hey, man, in about six to seven months, we're going to talk about GCW, which we're kind of into right now, right? Yeah, it's kind of cool. But we're going to talk about Effie okay, taking on Jeff Jarrett, and it's going to be fucking cool. At least the story going it's into It's going to be hyped. Like, we're going to be geeked. Like, look
1: at our smiles right now <laughs> for a <laughs> Jeff Jarrett match. He we sucks. We have never had this smile on our face for a Jeff Jarrett match. Oh, Ever. he's going to die.
2: He's going to die.
1: So we think that, but we also didn't think Matt Cardona was going to win their GCW World Heavyweight title.
2: Yes, and maybe again, crystal ball. We did I didn't think the that... feud Effie wins, but I don't know if we end the feud here. I think Effie kills Jeff Jarrett. I think I think so this is. I think be... Jeff Jarrett
1: may get a team beat down, as you're alluding to. It might not just be Alley Catch. Mm-hmm. It might be the GCW originals, if you will, right? right? Who yeah. come out and they're like, "Fuck." this guy and everybody's like yeah i think this is going to be a long time we had a a great idea for a movie we were going to write a movie script called everyone hates matt damon and we just thought like you know i mean like it's chewing right like just naming it that and that's the jeff jarrett feel i feel like we're getting we don't even hate matt damon but you get the idea right like it's just fuck this guy because he's just not anything that gcw has ever represented so yeah we may get the Never. whole like bischoff gets thrown in a trash can move yeah here
2: with well Jarrett. and that's that's what i think happens here i think we're going to get jeff Jarrett guy saying,
1: references i'm just fucking
2: your current events oh, current yes. events <laughs> i think though we're going to get jeff Jarrett saying like you don't think i can do this kind of match watch me and i think he's gonna probably blade himself too mm-hmm. too deep and be bleeding from his head oh. i think Effie's gonna say you want to try a fucking pile driver from the top rope and he's like let's fucking do it and he's gonna get a little too wild but i don't die. think i don't think that this is where matt cardona then kind of went into the fold of gcw right because now he's had a couple more feuds and he's also yeah. on this card you know i think this is just a Hey, I'm Jeff Jarrett. Isn't this fun? Cool. Hey, watch me be cool. Oh wow! Listen to my podcast. Bye. And then unless
1: he... Jarrett is there to lead some sort of new,
2: group I mean, possibly or
1: organization, possibly. But I got Effie. I got Effie. again. We're gonna see what Mance happens. Is it Warner a, a cowboy guy or is it? Well, he got... but
2: he's a Second City crew and he's a GCW yeah, well, original. You know what I mean? Well, I what know. better heel heat? I know, I know, I know. And they're not I on know. this card. I don't think. I don't see him. At well, least perfect. All right, so then let's get into another one here. Uh, Matt Cardona. No, no, get out of here. No, no, no. And this is where
1: I think we may see Nick Gage.
2: Like, okay, so this come is. come in and give Matt Cardona the what for to hell. Okay, so Matt Cardona versus Joey Janela. Mm-hmm. Joey Janela playing the whole, hey, is Chelsea. Is the ECW I'll... title on the line? I don't think so. Because now the ECW Matt... champion, right? He is. But Joey Janela here <laughs> has been. Matt Cardona. But weird. Matt uh but Joey Janella yeah. has been uh flirting with the Chelsea Green here saying, Hey mm-hmm. Chelsea, I'll see you later. And you know, she's getting under her skin. Do we see? Because I know they go over to Impact and all this stuff, but do we see Chelsea Green give Matt Cardona the old heave ho? We just got married? No, he didn't, and I'm with Joey Janela because he's a bad boy. I mean, maybe, but it feels like it would be
1: one too many quick like whoopsie look the other way here's what we're doing turns right like I feel like they've done a few of those in rapid succession with you know what I mean which I'll see green debut and, and all those kind of things mm-hmm. um it would almost feel a little Russo-esque if you will I mean but if maybe, anyone's gonna do it it's gonna be Matt Cartona maybe, you know what I mean but maybe yeah
2: is he the new Russo I, <laughs> I think I think I agree with you though I think mm-hmm. maybe this is where we see Nick Gage because again Matt Cardona beat Nick Gage for the GCW championship mm-hmm. and John Moxley beat Matt Cardona. So Nick Gage never got that win back yeah. from Matt Cardona. So he could come out. Like, and if I'm him booking,
1: I, I put Cardona at a level above Janela, even though he's not like a full time guy. Right. Like, mm-hmm. but. If this is to get Cardona into a different storyline on a bigger stage, then I'd have Janella go over and get the like, everybody loves the GCW guys, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. then Cardona's pissed at whoever the fuck helped him. So I could see another like Cardona Gage thing here or somebody else, right? right? Something along those lines is the only way I see like Janella getting the quote unquote clean victory, if you will um mm-hmm. if there's any clean victories in right yeah but, i know what you mean <laughs> um but you know outside of that then i would say cardona hands down right like he he wins
2: okay
1: yeah and it could I, just I got... be as simple as chelsea fucking gives the kansas city punt, punt
2: to Janella. yeah that's what i was i was thinking chelsea maybe flirts with the idea of turning and gets joey like all right she's on my side and then as soon as he's like she's on my side then it's a blow, blow and she's like aha fuck maybe you i'm with K my shows husband.
1: Up and fucks over Janella. What's that? Maybe Sonny Kiss shows up and fucks over.
2: Oh, Daniel. that would be cool. Yes, and then we get the GCW match of Sonny Kiss, uh, Joey Janela promotion switching promotions. That'd be a cool. That'd be a cool spot. I wouldn't hate that. All right, last two matches. I just want your opinion on here. The GCW tag team title match. Mm. It is the GCW tag team champs and the ROH tag team champs, the Briscoes. Them boys. Yeah, them boys taking on. We don't know. Yeah. Now, there has been online beef going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth between the Briscoes and FTR. It's got. Last time we saw FTR, they were beating up the Briscoes at Ring of Honor. Yeah.
1: Albeit, this could be the, like, we think it's going to be FTR and
2: then somebody else shows up. I think it's FTR. And that's going to be wild FTR your AAA champions down there in Mexico doing the Lucha and now coming to, on the
1: ROH slash GCW tag team champions. Yeah. On a and show that you, has the ECW champion,
2: <laughs> but now they're going to GCW, which is, yeah. you know, hardcore wrestling, and they are the wrestling purist. Ah, good God. FTR. So
1: oh, fucking cool. FTR is yeah, they are the workhorse of pro wrestling. They're awesome. Yeah. They, they are, are awesome. awesome. Yeah, but, but yeah. I think Dim Boys come away still holding. Unless ooh, FTR could come away with the GCW tag title. <laughs> ooh, oh, ooh. and then uh, they bring the. But I feel like that's too many, right? The the outsider win. So I feel like Dim Boys, mm-hmm. even though Dim Boys were kind of an outsider, but they are outsiders as well. The mold, right? They're outsiders, but they would be insiders if they just well, you let us in, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that kind of mm-hmm. thing. They're like, all right, yeah, fine. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Dim Boys win, and the Briscoes. God, they're going to win unlike Dim Boys, the Cowboys.
2: Mm. All right, now let's get into the main event here. Again, I think it had some different uh, wrinkles, but now with Eddie Kingston hurt, maybe we go a different avenue. But we got the GCW heavyweight champion returning to action champion john moxley taking on in new york the king of indie new york wrestling homicide himself what happens here what what where does the
1: so weird i could see either guy being the gcw champion so that it's not like i can eliminate one because i'm like they're not gonna like they'd put the belt Mm -hmm. on homicide sure they would um
2: yeah in new york a million percent yeah
1: Moxley's always going to be, I mean, he's one of the biggest stars in wrestling. So of course you feel like if the, anytime they have him win and hold the title, like
2: it's a no brainer and it's a hard decision here. And also, you know, to the point of homicide Wayne, we've seen John Moxley lose clean to Lance Archer, his new Japan, uh, IWGP United States championship. So why wouldn't he lose the GCW heavyweight championship? Right. Yeah. And his whole motive This is where we see Nick Gage. Ooh, yeah. This is where we see Nick Gage. Because Moxley beat Nick Gage. Moxley was always saying that this is, he doesn't care about this. This was bait for Nick Gage. Well, he still has that bait. Nick Gage, get going to slice that motherfucker up.
1: So, and here's where maybe, all right. So, Eddie Kingston could still get involved, right? I mean, I don't know what, you know. Yeah, but so he sees Nick Gage trying to fuck with Moxley. He goes to stop it. Homicide's like, bro, fuck, you mind your own business, right? Like he's like, that's my boy. Like I thought we were boys and whatever. And then Moxley shakes off fucking, you know, or Gage or Eddie King took care of Moxley. Gets the pin. Now Homicide's like, no, fuck you, Eddie. We got beef. As soon as that fucking Mm -hmm. eye's fixed, I'm taking out the other one. Yeah, and then we get them in a G seven
2: i know this There's is so many god.
1: fucking things is great is great is
2: great is great aew needs a little bit more focus i would say that would be my only criticism going into february as we're wrapping up january here uh Good. more Good. hangman god damn it he's your champion treat him like such um but i'm yeah. excited
1: it just fell out it's like the hangman whole thing just disappeared like i know he's there and i get it
2: well, and, like, and I get yeah, it, right? No, the chase was done, so the story's over. But Well, but the chase was done, and then we did a huge thing with Brian Danielson, so it's like you can't just keep, you know. You know what you have to do
1: is he has to barely be retaining the championship. He needs to be, like, winning by skin of his teeth so he still has the, like, man, I'm not good enough. I shouldn't have won. You know what I mean? He looked the other way when, when you coughed, and that's the only reason I got ahead of him. They're like, stop it, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you beat him. And he's like, yeah, but, like, the ref fucking slow count. You know, that kind of shit. We'll we're see. still like, come on, guy.
2: Believe in yourself. Still, I still think we do the, he runs through people, and he's like, I never needed the Dark Order. I'm the man. And maybe we get a little ego hangman. I think that's where it would be fun. But we'll see. I love hangman. I love Eddie we'll get Kingston. There too, Right. Yeah. They
1: finally convince him to have self-confidence, and then his self-confidence leads him to think, I never fucking needed you. And then it's too much God, it's overconfidence. Mm-hmm. They did it to themselves. You shouldn't have gave him the confidence. It was the confidence he needed to say, fuck you. I don't need you.
2: Yeah, the payoff there would be if you had a star big enough in the Dark Order to win the championship off of him. Yeah, but you really don't. Yeah, Um,
1: as much as we love Johnny Hungy, he ain't going
2: to. Oh, yeah, or or Evil Uno. Yeah, they're not winning the title. Um, But, yeah, this was a (laughs) – or 10. Or 10. 10 looks the part. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but we've heard nothing out of the guy that's
2: I know, know, I know. I'm I'm just I'm just guessing there. Uh but man, a fun week of wrestling, a fun weekend ahead with the GCW pay-per-view. Um also got Chiefs football that we're looking forward to on Sunday night. Taking on the Bills. Last time they took on the Bills, we went to the Super Bowl. So hopefully that continues this year in twenty twenty two. But yeah,
1: that's what I got, Tim. Well, that wasn't the last time we took on the Bills. Last time we took on the Bills in the playoffs.
2: That's what I'm saying. That's what all yes. matters. Who cares about a regular season? Yeah. Fucking playoffs, yeah. man.
1: Yeah. Fuck him. I'm excited. Well, this has been fun. And yeah, I mean, I'm excited for GCW and I'm excited for the Chiefs. Those are at the same time. Didn't we determine that? That's going to
2: Two. to watch the GCW. Two-screen experience.
1: Ooh, I like that. And you can pull up a third one and watch this show right here and use hashtag hey. tweet the table. And we'll talk to you next week.